0: Welcome to the Hourglass with Isabella. I'm your hostess, Isabella, and I'm here with Daniel. Hello. What are we going to be talking about today? I don't know. We're talking about reincarnation.
1: I feel like we've talked about this before.
0: Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> <laughs> so reincarnation. I've I've I some questions about it, and. I, obviously, I know it's not particularly passionate of yours or anything, but perhaps you'll indulge me in some entertainment here. You'll often hear, and I'm sure some of you listening have heard of this multiple times, the old sayings of, oh yes, I totally think I'm a reincarnation. You know, I think I'm a reincarnation of, like, Marilyn Monroe, or my therapist said I'm like a reincarnation of Cleopatra, and all these people who are thinking they're reincarnations it's always someone very glamorous and famous, you'll notice I'm like, why is there never someone who's like, yes I'm a reincarnation of Bob the peasant who died from a plague in Surrey in 1522 you know, <laughs> what, what, where's that?
1: Right, well, you know, to be, to be fair the, uh the the scientologists actually have a, a, a concept of reincarnation Duvet? in this uh, what they call a genetic engram and they actually they actually believe that you have you know you have past memories of like being a clam right being a bivalve Oh,
0: right, right? and I that, heard and, about that, and that, this. that
1: somehow that, you know somehow and and, and it, that you have hang ups based on being a, a bivalve you know whatever the bivalve problems were Clam you know, Clam problems, clam problems that, you, that you use to this day ha, still have these clam problems that you have to deal you. with. So, and so clams are not particularly glamorous.
0: Do you, do you believe in uh, reincarnation?
1: So I, 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 I guess I am of the opinion, I, I, mean, I have no idea, but I think the, yes. the actual more relevant question is the question of incarnation. Like, how did you get here in the first place? Let alone, like, worrying about where you're going to go. I mean, I think that's, that's absolutely fascinating to me. And I think about it every morning when I wake up and I incarnate in this bed and there I am.
0: I do that too. How does that happen? I wake up and I have this really surreal moment where I swear to God, this is real. I'll wake up and it's almost like I have amnesia from sleeping and I've forgotten for real who I am, where I am, what's going on. It takes me a second to be like, oh yes, I'm Isabella and I'm a human and I'm living on planet Earth. In 2020, and every morning I have to actually do that, and it's kind of creepy and surreal when you think about it, that you actually have that moment to think that you are kind of in this really strange, already incredibly strange existence. The whole existence thing is, if you think about it too much, can actually be kind of daunting and scary.
1: But I, but I like the concept of it. I mean, in, in terms of you know the the Hindu and the and the more and the, the, Buddhist, Tibet- the
0: Tibetans Tibetan, love their Tibetan, reincarnation. Really, yeah. really, interesting, really interesting
1: and. And and I think it helps a lot. I mean, I think it's it's a it's a useful construct. Uh, one of my, one of my favorite stories. Oh, I is, know uh, what you're going to
0: tell, but yeah, go you for don't it.
1: know what I'm going to tell. Oh, I
0: bet I do. I bet you don't. Okay, go on. <laughs> go on.
1: <laughs> I was going to tell a story about Carl Sagan, but oh, you weren't not expecting about, that.
0: What about worms? <laughs> <laughs> I love Carl Sagan. Go ahead.
1: What about worms?
0: I'll tell you afterwards. <laughs>
1: so so anyway, Carl Sagan asked the Dalai Lama. He said, you know. Uh, what, what, would, what would you do, what would, you know, what would Buddhism do if science proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that reincarnation didn't exist? And the Dalai Lama said, well, we, you know, Tibetan Buddhism would get rid of it, but you're going to have an awfully hard time proving that. And, and I think that's, that there's something to that, right? It's sort of beyond science. Um, I mean, yes, there are people that have past memories and stuff like that, but most of the science on that is pretty sketchy. So, what, what is the worms?
0: Okay, I'm going to tell you my worm story. So it also is about the Dalai Lama, so it's close, actually. <laughs> it also involves the same character. So this is actually before uh, they had been chased out of Tibet. Uh, for those of you... I, I suppose most people I think know the story that is story. think about ants. It's actually about... well, worms and ants, but worms are the focus here, so... I
1: think it was ants. They
0: were actually building a stupa, right? And uh, they were moving these heavy objects. However, they kept trying to stop with their excavation stuff. Because there were worms and ants, I suspect as well. Because the Tibetan monks so intensely believe in reincarnation, they were believing it was like their mothers and things. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a movie. Picking them up and moving them. Well, I think it's based on a real story. Seven
1: years in Tibet, maybe.
0: Yeah, you should look it up. But worms. That's my worst. Okay. So, never, if, and, and in fact, I think about that a lot because here's the deal. This is quite a jarring concept. Let's say for a moment that reincarnation is real. And I do feel like I favor reincarnation over many other uh, forms of concepts of what happens after death. Do I believe you would retain your memories? No, I absolutely don't think you would. But let's, let's just play with the idea that reincarnation is real for a moment. When you're outside and you're a kid and you've got those ants and you're burning them up with your your magnifying glass, that could very much be you in the next lifetime. And even more jarring than that, I look at a lot of times at the slaughterhouses, especially here in America. We kill billions, not even millions, billions of chickens a day in these slaughterhouses and the conditions are terrifying. And the same thing with cows and they go around these corners and they can't really see the fate awaiting them but you can tell they are definitely afraid and they can kind of smell deaf in the air right the chances if you were reincarnated because we're killing billions of animals a day in the u.s alone the chances of ending up as one of those abused animals in a slaughterhouse is skyrocket levels is that, high is that, in my pretty, mind it's actually pretty low I think oh it's Reli- terrifying rel- in comparison to being a human yes
1: but what I was going to say is you're more likely to be an insect right yeah there also are, there terrifying are, there are a billion times more insects than there are yeah the and S. I'm S.
0: watching this little ant right now as we speak he's yeah. um carrying a small piece of blood but I think I think the point there is a message in that, let's say that did happen but you should be kind to animals and you shouldn't tread on ants because you yeah. never know when you're going to be that ant Could next. Could be somebody's mother Could be you in the future for all you know.
1: Yeah but see the problem, one of the problems I have with the, the concept of reincarnation is you know when I think about it logically is there a finite number of souls and they and, and, and they just and keep they getting re- circulated they recycle. Or, or do new ones get made as well? You know because because it seems to me that there are there are currently you know the the, the population is increasing for most most organisms right
0: this, this actually falls a little bit into our topic of consciousness which i do want it to be its own podcast yeah. so i won't go too far down that rabbit hole but i like the idea we you know we talk about when when does consciousness begin you know especially if we have arguments right, of like the right, children right. when does it happen in the womb And I like to think what point do you become conscious and if that is a soul and we talk about that reincarnation thing right is it just a light being filtered in over like your body's a vehicle and it's just being filtered over a brain so you're not really you you feel like you're in in the body because that's a vehicle but really you're somewhere kind of up in the back energetically right
1: Yeah, so I I like the concept Um,
0: oh hey let me ask you this what do you think about then about soulmates and the concept of
1: Ah, well... True love. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: In terms of reincarnation too.
1: You certainly certainly have these these senses that, you know, you meet somebody, they're an old soul, or you meet somebody... Yes, now
0: that's something I have felt from people, mm, would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that you you can meet someone and you will literally be like, this person is very young, but they are wise beyond their years. And they seem to have done this once or twice before, you get the feeling, because they're a little more in the game and likewise... You know, naming no names for other people you'll meet, and you're like, you're new to this, aren't you? (laughs) Like, you've still got a lot of learning to do, my friend. And you can kind of sense it. And we talk about that path of enlightenment and reaching it, and it's this this ongoing kind of process. And actually, going back to that midnight gospel episode, they had a very left-hand path episode of a guy with a fish tank head. And um, he was talking about reincarnation and the whole process of a left hand path in his mind is to speed it up so you can reach enlightenment quicker versus going through multiple reincarnations trying to figure it out. But I suspect if that reincarnation thing was real and that we're here for a lesson and everything we do in our life, it's there to teach us. Right, these ultimate lessons. Then there's a reason, and you need to go through that process over and over yeah, because I mean, you're it's learning.
1: A, it's a it's a it's a useful metaphor to use, and it's one shows up a lot more in Eastern religions than it does in Western religions.
0: Certainly.
1: we don't we. I mean, Jesus got reincarnated. He right? did. Why or, or, does nobody talk, talk about resurrected? It? resurrected, resurrected. I guess resurrected Resur- isn't quite. That's more same like thing.
0: necromancy. Necromancy, yeah, yeah. right, right.
1: But but yeah, I mean, we don't we don't really have that concept. Although although here's an interesting question mm. for you. Do you think that the the reincarnation has anything to do with ghosts?
0: Right. Uh, I I I think ghosts are penalized and not allowed to reincarnate until they've figured out their their problems, you know. Is what I think. But you never answered my question. Do you believe in a soulmate? Yeah, absolutely. You You're my soulmate. <laughs> That's very sweet of you. <laughs> so I, I, I was thinking about this because you were saying, well, it's not as popular in Western yeah. things. I do think it's found its way into a lot of romance and movies in the West. For example, Francis Ford's Capella's Dracula, Dracula right, right. has that really strong theme of reincarnation. Vlad the Impaler loses his wife because she threw herself from the battlements. And then thus she's reincarnated as Mina in the 1800s. And he's like, I have crossed Oceans of time to find you, and that is a very powerful concept. that you could meet someone again in this life that you've known in a previous life, and sometimes and then, you do just the, meet people. There's right there. the,
1: that whole thing in the what we do with the shadows series, where, oh, where Nadia yeah. has the she has the, the, the recurring boyfriend. Who yeah, gets, she has a boyfriend. Decapitated ke- in every he's life. He's every
0: <laughs> lifetime. He gets decapitated. And it's hilarious. It's very well written actually, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's such a really, really good point. I, mean, yeah, I, 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 think, I think
1: the main thing is, I think we should be thankful that we don't know, right? Like, I think it would be really- <laughs> I, I wouldn't it,
0: want to know either. I think
1: it would be really creepy if, if you actually had evidence, you know, people were going around and, and you were meeting dead people all the time. I think that would, or recycled people. I think that would be very, very disconcerting. Right, I as, I as
0: I pour my champagne here, that leads me into a creepy story about a little boy and he, this is in, this takes place in Louisiana, not too long ago actually. Um, you, some of you may remember it being in the news, strangely. There was a book written about it. And um, essentially, this little four year old boy kept having night terrors. So he'd wake up screaming and writhing in his bed, saying, The plane's on fire, the plane's on fire. And his parents didn't understand what the hell he was on about. And he kept having these. Reoccurring nightmares, and the parents started to ask him questions. And um, they there's a specific there's a specific plane. I can't remember which one it was. It was a World War II plane. But he successfully like named the aircraft while well, he was four years old. And not only that, the name of the the ship that the aircraft had launched on, which is the Natoma, and and here's the theory, right, is that he was this reincarnation of a World War Two pilot and had somehow managed to retain some of those memories while he was still very young. Or, interestingly, the opposite side of the argument was that either, one, the parents were faking it and feeding him the information, such as the name of the planes and the things, um... Oh yeah, the name of the plane was a Corsair. That was the type of plane that he'd named. Maybe,
1: maybe he just went to the museum.
0: Right, but here's a a the
1: World War II Museum in New Orleans.
0: In Louisiana, I have never been. You know, I've always wanted no, no, no. to go to that. I was actually my we parents were were go, meant yeah. to come to New Orleans. I was going to take them, and it never came to pass. But I'd still honestly love to do that.
1: Yeah, we were going to go with uh, with Mike and his.
0: If all this, if all this pandemic film. madness ends we should definitely endeavor to do that. But anyway, going back to this story, so they wrote a book about it, became this famous case for reincarnation because he remembered so many strange details. But I believe it's easily something that picture-wise his dad could have pointed out in a book. Yeah, you there's know, lots of, I mean, the problem is, again, it's things. sort of, I,
1: I think fundamentally it is largely beyond science. I don't I don't think we're going to be anytime, you know, anytime yep. soon figuring it out and deciding one way or the other what it is. I think the the nature of consciousness itself is actually a bit elusive.
0: But here's the thing. Is, in this thread, it says it's his daily mail article. It said, the common threads with James... The age for nightmares began, the rem- remembrance of his death is were consistent with children who often experience past lives. So the question is, if children are more prone to somehow experiencing his memories, why would that be? Because
1: well, I mean, they I often
0: I say children are more prone to like, paranormal yeah, attachments. I, mean, I would, I would and assume
1: that. That, the, that the reasoning goes something like, you know, imagine it is a vessel, right? right. And, it's, and it's a vessel that, that has to be cleaned between lifetimes. <laughs> And if you don't clean it out fully, you're gonna have some some debris from the last it's very life. It's Scientology, right? the- And so, and so yeah. then, and so, but then eventually you just fill it up with your own uh, existence, and and that doesn't doesn't happen anymore.
0: Right? Do any? So talking. you were talking about Scientology and how they believe in reincarnation. Do any of the other? Kind of of those kin religions be like, do Mormons believe in reincarnation?
1: No, not no? as such. They do believe that you get to become a god and get a planet.
0: You get a planet. That's, That's pretty, pretty good. Cool. I mean,
1: so I think in general, the Christian concept, there is sort of a reincarnation thing going on in there uh, in the sense that they believe that after you die, you, you get reincarnated effectively in heaven, right? And the idea is that you, you get to see your friends and family and, and you have your memories intact and you're still you.
0: I, you know, it's funny I was, I, just, Strangest thing So there is one strange thing that I can't explain I was going to ask you If you could be reincarnated as anyone Who if do I, you think it would be Like Tesla or someone But cool. I couldn't, oh, you mean if, you I, mean if, you if, if I was
1: if I, who, yeah. who would I like who to be re- like the Who would you like to have been? Like people would
0: be like Marilyn Monroe Who would you think? Yeah, I don't know I, I, don't know. I think Tesla suits you quite well You think personally. so? Yeah Not Edison there, that guy's shit <laughs> but here's, here's my strange story. But I do have one slightly thing that lends me to tend to believe in the reincarnation thing over other theories. Is that, and this is going to sound really strange, I have reoccurring dreams. And I've had them since I was a teenager, but they're very specific. And it only happens about once a year. But the dream is always the same thing. Is this the dream
1: where the, where the hummingbird comes and asks you for food? No,
0: that, that, was, that was yesterday. And we filled up their, their feeders here, <laughs> so they're fine. Our hummingbirds were out of juice, so we had to make them some juice. And last so they, night they, they I was having they nightmares. They're not hummingbirds, were like, feed us. And I was like, okay. I think it was really weird. So we fed them this morning, they're fine. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, here, here nor there, I had these, these nightmares where I would be in Brighton, it, which is in England, south of England, right at the bottom of the coast and i would be at the west pier not to be confused with brighton pier the west pier was a kind of 1860s victorian pier that is no longer there because of arsonry it was set fire to and so the whole it's very sad the whole thing was destroyed really beautiful architecture gorgeous building but i had these dreams where i would be at the west pier and i would be drowning in the water under the pier And, and it happens every year you know, and to a point where sometimes if I'm in a cold body of water, like it will shock me and remind me of the dreams like and stuff. Like she
1: can't let out the bath yeah, if it's freezing been, if it's cold, cold. I can't
0: touch it because I'm like <laughs> that. Yeah, it's. Re- I know that sounds so weird, right? But I kept having these recurring dreams about it to a point where I started to do some research on West Pier and its history, and some of it was really interesting. And it was particularly the the architect, the chap who actually made the pier i was really drawn to it if so when we talk about who we think we'd be i think if i was anyone in a reincarnation strangely i was this man who built the west pier and felt this strong strong attachment to it and so then by in this lifetime seeing it be destroyed right is that triggering factor where it's like an unbearable thing and why should i be attached to a pier in england that i've maybe only visited 10 times in, in the entirety of my life. Right, but, you know? I mean,
1: but then you could ask the question of why are you attracted to anything. Yeah. That said, I, I do think there, there probably is some sort of sense of resonance where, you know, you you read about something or, you, you know, you watch What's something. What's
0: that word? And, keep and talking. Keep you... talking.
1: <laughs> or I could just keep talking, which yes. I was doing anyway. <laughs> yes,
0: please do. <laughs>
1: where, I was going to say, where you might resonate with something in the past. You read something and you're like, wow, that... That really, that really, just for whatever reason, you know, vibes well with me, and I, I really am into that. Um, so I think there, there's lots of explanations for for those sorts of associations.
0: Is there anything you've ever felt particularly attached to that you thought I feel like I've been here before, or it's very deja vu esque?
1: No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't so think there's
0: so. actually there's actually a word for it, oh, yeah? and it's called fernware. Which translates to, and I'm, t- I totally slaughtered that. So there's <laughs> listening. What is this word? Fernware. Oh. Which is actually Fernway Fernware, which translates to far sickness, and it's a refers to feeling homesick for a place you've never been or could go. So it's kind of like German nostalgia but someplace you've never actually been to before. And I always hmm. thought that was the perfect word to describe some of the feelings that I have for places.
1: Speaking of words, I actually, I actually, so reincarnation, the word comes from, from Latin. I actually prefer the Greek word metempsychosis, because it just wow, sounds awesome. much cooler, right? It sounds Met, much cooler. Metempsychosis? metempsychosis.
0: Metempsychosis. Yeah,
1: way better word.
0: That is a great word. Than
1: reincarnation.
0: Oh goodness, how are we doing on time? I'm looking at the hourglass and it looks like it's uh, nearly up.
1: Oh, did you actually flip it?
0: I did flip, I did, isn't it pretty? Uh, Earlier, the hummingbird was uh, sitting on it, which was rather nice. We never actually recorded any of that.
1: Oh, well done, kitten.
0: (laughs) I was really, I thought it was one of the best ones we have ever done.
1: Yeah, I agree. Aww. (laughs) Tragic. I'll
0: just have to reincarnate and do it next time.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's the... And and my joke will will make more sense.
0: I really really thought it was one of the best ones we'd ever done. And I can't just redo it, do you know what I mean? Because of nature. It would be flat.
1: Did you actually turn that over? I
0: did. That's why it would have been done. It was... I can't even believe that. Oh, oh it's still recording, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna keep all of that in there. Now, what was your joke about reincarnation? My, my, my joke
1: was about about you know, feels <laughs> like we've done this before, because we almost just had to redo this whole podcast. Oh
0: my god, I'm completely. <laughs> I swear to God, that's so funny. I'm gonna. You can hear the deep, just the depression in my voice. I was like, oh, that was really great, oh, failure. <laughs> and that's a wrap.